Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Appreciate you being with us today. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. One of the bright lights uh, in Baylor soccer history, certainly from this past decade, is the player of the decade as we continue uh, honoring these uh, former student-athletes and teams of the decade. Julie James Doyle joins us now uh, from Norfolk, Virginia. And, Julie, good morning to you. We appreciate your time. How are things? Hi, good morning. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And congratulations to you, uh, player of the decade for Baylor soccer. Uh, I think John Warner probably called you from the Waco trip and gave you that news. What was that like when you found that out? Um, yes, John did call me. Um, I was just, just really, really honored. I've had the opportunity to play with some amazing players at Baylor. Um, so I've, I have much respect for all the players I've played with. And they've made me better uh, soccer players and a better person. So I was just really honored to receive the award. Well, you're part of some really good teams. We'll talk about 2017 and 2018, really good teams here at Baylor. But go back to when you uh, arrived on campus. Uh, if I remember right, you were part of a, a really big recruiting class, uh, big as far as uh, big things expected from y'all when you got here. Uh, <laughs> what do you remember when you arrived at Baylor and uh, you know be, became a part of the Baylor soccer program? Yeah, um, so we, you're right, we had, I'm pretty sure it was about 13 girls um, recruiting class, which was pretty huge, um, but I, I think when I arrived at Baylor, um, I was just really excited to be there. Um, I, I committed actually very late, it was after signing day, so um, it all kind of happened in a whirlwind, and I remember... Um, they were just kind of the people that I wanted to be around. That that environment, that Baylor soccer environment, is is pretty special. Um, so I think when I got on campus, I was just I didn't really know what to expect, but I was I was so excited to jump right in and just just try to work my way into the team. Julie, explain to our listeners uh, who may who obviously aren't on the inside like you were as a student athlete, but the culture of the soccer program under under Paul and Marcy and the assistants and just the culture of the program. Can you explain that to folks? Yeah, um, I think it's gonna. <laughs> it's really hard to put in words, honestly, unless if you're actually in um, in it and to understand. But how I would describe it best is just a team that um, really knows how to serve one another. I think that was kind of the most special piece about Baylor soccer was we had um, we had girls that were just willing to run through a brick wall for each other. And I, I talked a little bit about it in the article that um, John wrote up, but I think that that's what separated us um, from other programs. You know, a lot of programs claim that they're family and they're close, but I just think we had it on, on a whole nother level, and I think that also came from our spiritual connection. We had a lot of strong believers, and um, yeah, so we, I think just those intangible pieces of just the service mentality, that kind of blue-collar mentality, and just girls that really wanted um, to serve Christ on that field and serve each other is what made that culture so special. 
Yeah. Wow. Well said. Very well said. Faith, football, family, you know, or the, uh, it was the mantra with uh, Baylor soccer, and it was absolutely correct. And, and y'all were winning uh, on the field. Uh, that 2017 season uh, was really special, wasn't it? Especially once you got to the postseason and uh, started off uh, and won the Big 12 tournament that year. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget that season. It's kind of funny. Um, you look back on that season, and you're like, oh, man, that was that was a great season because of how we ended. But I always forget um, that conference year, we actually didn't really do that well. I think we came in fourth or fifth, and um, but that's kind of what pushed us in the NCAA tournament is we were so close, and we just wanted to keep playing. We wanted to keep playing with each other. And um, so we kind of just had to take one game at a time. And because if we didn't win, you know, we were going to be done. So, um, yeah, it was it was an awesome run with that team. I, I love that team so much. So. Yeah, and yeah, that's the truth. I mean, y'all had to win. You probably had to win the Big 12 tournament to get into the NCAAs, and you beat Texas first. That was a big win. Beat uh, who? Oklahoma State second, and then won the championship mm-hmm. over TCU. All close games, but uh, boy, that was a great run that really got you going, and then you continued that all the way to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember um... – the night before that Texas game, you know, Paul brought us in, and I respect him. I have told him this before, but I respect him a lot. Um, for that night before the game, he, you know, we were always a team that we kind of kept our head underground, meaning we didn't really pay attention to a lot of the rankings and kind of where we were at in the polls, and we kind of just took everything day by day and um, just wanted to get better each day. But that was kind of one of the first times that he pulled us in and was just like, hey, you guys had these goals, you know, at the beginning of the season. And, you know, one of those was to win a championship and then another one was to make the NCAA tournament. And he said, you know, obviously we don't win this next game. We're not going to win the championship, but um, we won't, we're not high enough right now to qualify for the NCAA tournament. And then he told us, he was like, I don't say that for you guys to get uptight, but just to play with freedom of, you know, wanting to be with each other. And it was, it was really awesome. I think that really set the tone for the rest of our run of the season of, okay, you know, if we, if we want to do this thing, we got to take one game at a time. Um, and we got to win, you know, and, and it was awesome. I just felt like our team played with this whole new freedom of, um, we just want to, we want to win this next game. So we have one more week with each other. And it was truly one week at a time, you know. Wow, that's really interesting. Julie James Doyle is with us, former Baylor soccer player. She is the uh, Baylor soccer player of the decade. Julie, obviously you have a, a ton of your, your memories from uh, the days when you were playing on the soccer field, but just in general, what has soccer meant to you in your life? What kind of opportunities has it opened up, like doors it's opened up for you, and just you've been able to capitalize because of your, your opportunities through soccer? Yeah, um, Wow, that is a weighty question. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's so much um, soccer has brought to me, um, but I would just say, you know, it's surrounded me with really amazing people that have really um, helped me become the woman I am today. And you know, especially uh, my time at Baylor Soccer, I just felt 
Like I, I really learned so much about what it means to be a Christian woman and what it means to be a Christian athlete and how that should look um, directly on the field and off the field. Um, it also, you know, my goals to play at a high level also um, brought me to a program called Full Armor that does um, it. It tries to develop Christian work on and off the field also, and so that combined with Baylor, I think, just has really um, changed my life. And, and put really simply, you know, um, and really has has made me learn what it really looks like to walk with Christ in every aspect of my life. And Julie uh, mentioned at the top you're in Norfolk, Virginia. Your husband uh, is uh, stationed there in the Navy. Uh, how, how's life in in, uh, in in the Navy, so to speak? <laughs> and uh, do you all move around or do you expect to move around some? Yeah, so right now we're, we're pretty put here for probably about a year and a half. But, um, yeah, you kind of, with the military, you really have to learn to roll with the punches, um, <laughs> which... Which I think, um, honestly, I think a lot of the things I've learned with soccer and just kind of the mental toughness and um, just how to respond to things has really helped me, you know, even just in marriage, especially uh, military uh, marriage, too, where we kind of, you know, Connor could come home and tell me tomorrow, hey, I'm going out to sea for a month, you know. And so I just have to kind of be ready to... Um, you know, face those challenges, that adversity. But, but yeah, it's um, it's been good in Virginia. We've been really blessed with his um, his ship has been in the yard, so we've been a little bit blessed in um, his times that he is out at sea. It's more shorter stints because um, he's just kind of going on other ships and gaining experience and qualifications. But um, I'm still a Texas girl at heart, but, <laughs> but Virginia's been treating us pretty well. <laughs> And, Julie, we talked about 2017. Y'all won the Big 12 championship, went to the Elite uh, Eight, uh, Big 12 tournament championship, and to the Elite Eight. Great run there. Uh, ran up against Duke on their home field and lost to them to end your season. 2018, you followed that up by winning the Big 12 uh, championship. Uh, great season in 2018. And then you go to the Elite Eight again. Uh, boy, back-to-back seasons, Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. You were part of uh, really really, really great teams there. Yeah, no, um, I, I appreciate you saying all that. We, yeah, those were special groups to me, not not just because of the season we had, but just because of how close our team um, was. And um, any girl will say that. I think that was part of those two teams, just that it was just a really special environment, really special culture. Um, we, we were truly a family, and we're just willing to, you know, do anything for each other. And that was the coolest thing to be part of. And Julia, the looking at the all decade team there. Uh, so you were the player of the decade. Alini DeLima was the offensive player of the decade and precious second was the defensive player of the decade. Uh, you played with both of them, all three of y'all. Uh, in fact, the picture in the trip was of you three and lo and behold, mm-hmm. y'all end up, you know, topping this list of the all decade team. So it kind of shows the success that y'all had playing together. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lini and Precious were were amazing players. I 
I, like I said before, I played with so many girls at Baylor that um, just meant so much to me um, as players, but also just as people and playing alongside people that you respect and have um, impacted your life. It was just the neatest thing ever. Um, but Alini and Precious specifically, Alini um, was one of my all-time favorite players to play with um, just in my career uh, professionally, collegiately, and in high school, um, she taught me a lot. We were very, we were very different players, um, but I think that is what made our midfield so um, our midfield dynamic so special. Is you know she played with a ton of freedom, always was willing to try new things, and um, very skillful. Like people know, um, but that really impacted my. Uh, my playing career just because I was more of a kind of grinder mentality um, and I I would get you know sometimes uptight in a game be a little nervous to try new things and I think you know her the freedom and the joy that she brought to the game made me really um, refreshed and find that joy and trying new things and playing and um, so I really admired Alini from that and we um, we ended up growing really close. She was one of my best friends because of just that midfield dynamic together. Um, so, yeah, and then Precious, you know, there are very few people as consistent and solid as Precious in that back line. And for me as a midfielder, um, she made my job so much easier just knowing that I had someone that solid in the back. And um, something that I love about Precious is I don't – I don't think a lot of people realize this because it's hard to see from the outside, but um, as captains, you know, your gauge is so much on how the team is doing um, and how certain individuals are doing. You you don't always really think about pouring into your other captain because you're so used to them just showing up and being consistent. And I um, really appreciated Precious because she always took the time to encourage me and on off the field, on the field, I always heard her voice behind behind me. And, um, yeah, I just appreciated that part of Precious as a leader so much. Well, that's great. Well, it's great to catch up with you and uh, appreciate your time this morning. And uh, come see us. Come back to Texas when you can. And congratulations yes. <laughs> on being selected the uh, Baylor Soccer Player of the Decade. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have um, have a great day, and thanks for listening to me and talking with me. Uh, it's great. Great to hear your side of those stories, and they're great stories. Julie, have a great day. Thanks very much. Yeah, you too.